Welcome to the Social Minute podcast of the Social Network Minute. And today we'll be covering minute number 55, which goes from 54 to 54.59 on the clock. And we start with Mark Zuckerberg offering to do 10 hours of coding for someone at BU um, as an enticement to get a story in the paper. Um, and then we go on through the discussion of, you know, how they're going to expand it, who's going to be in charge of what. Um, and then uh, Eduardo makes a statement that I feel seals his fate, basically, where he says it's time for them to see this in Palo Alto. Mm. Um, and then we jump forward to the deposition that is taking place between Eduardo and um, Mark, which is a subtle way of showing that that statement kind of ends up leading in this direction. Mm. Um Obviously, if you've seen the film, you know why we end up in that particular position. Um, and we are. what's funny is, obviously, in the previous deposition, we broke for lunch, uh, which was going to last from quarter to one till half two. Seriously, like that is that is a generous lunch. Um, and then when we cut back um, to the other deposition, it is after they've already taken the break for lunch. And so we see Mark and Marilyn sitting in the office alone. Uh, Marilyn is basically babysitting Mark. Um, you know, during this lunch break. So it's funny how we take a break for lunch in one deposition and when we come back, we're already at lunch in a different deposition. Yeah. Uh, which is, again, that is the magic of having Aaron Sorkin and David Fincher. You know, like, they in, in your mind, you're like, you know, they, they of course they're at lunch, but when they, you, you probably don't realise you're in a different deposition, it's a different lunch on a different day. But <laughs> it's still, you know, they're still taking a, a kind of two-hour lunch. Um, and we get to meet uh, Marilyn, uh, although written in the script as Mary Lynn, um, I don't know why Aaron Sorkin did that. I have a feeling by the time we got to production, she was actually called Marilyn. Ah. Um, and she introduces herself as Marilyn Delphi. Um, and Mark asks, you know, what she does. And of course, she finishes the, the minute for us by saying, I'm a second year. And then that's where it kind of finishes. Next week, we'll get into more of why she's in this particular deposition. Um, you know, she offers Mark some salad. Um, he doesn't really acknowledge her, which is, which is directed in the script. And joining me to talk about this today is Tim Holzheiser. Hello, Tim. Hello. Pleasure to be here again. And, yeah, so we kind of... Most of this minute is taken up with uh, the expansion, you know. Um, Chris has already said that, you know, the, the bridge, which is the BU student newspaper, it hates doing, you know, stories about, um, you know, uh, anything to do with Harvard. Uh, I think I'm going to guess because obviously Boston University is overshadowed by two, you know, very big colleges and they probably hate being the, the fact that they are third place, even though, you know, they're a fairly well regarded college. Um, and Mark is bribing them with 10 hours of free programming. I don't know if he ever delivered on those 10 hours of free programming. If there's someone at the VU newspaper who, you know, graduated 10, 15 years ago, who still owed 10 hours of free programming. Um, and love, this is where I think they should call in that favor at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I, I don't need the 10 hours of free programming anymore, but I'll take a couple of billion. Um, and of course, Eduardo is a little bit kind of stunned because he's like, why do you want a story in the BU newspaper? Because he gets cut off with Mark going, because I do. And then he's like, <laughs> and he's laying it out. As I mentioned yesterday, the arrangement, which is Eduardo is CFO and he's got 30% of the Facebook. Dustin is vice president and head of programming and his 5% comes from my end. There's a little bit of reluctance in the way that um, Jesse Eisenberg, disc, you know, says my end, like as if he's thinking... 
Should I take 5% off Eduardo? No, I would never do that. I would never take a percentage off Eduardo. Um, so he's now down to 65% of the company. Um, and then he says that, you know, Chris is director of publicity and his compensation will depend on the amount of work he ends up doing. So I'm guessing, you know, that Chris, you know, probably ended up, uh, I don't know, not doing a huge amount because, you know, what publicity did Facebook really need at the start? Like, not a huge amount. Mm. Um and so, you know, he then says any questions to which, of course, Dustin Moskowitz says, who were the girls? Because obviously they have not met Christy and Alice. And then Eduardo introduces Christy and Alice. And obviously Dustin, there's a nice little thing where Dustin's like, hi. And the girls are like, hi, hello. <laughs> and then Christy's like, hi. And everyone's just like saying hi. And I love as well how this is the point at which Christy suggests, is there anything we can do? Um, and of course, as if we're going to find out that, you know, Christy and Alice are, you know, 1% stakeholders in Facebook. Uh, and of course, this is where Mark just kind of looks at him and says, no. And he's like, that's it. Yell in Columbia, let's go. And then this is where Eduardo suggests and Stanford, uh, something which will be very important for, you know, the next five minutes going forward. And of course, Mark is a little surprised by that. And then, of course, he's like, Stanford, it's time for them to see this in Palo Alto. Um, now, here's the thing about the early days of Facebook. I don't know what an expansion into the next college meant. Um, I'm guessing it just meant that you, because obviously at first you needed a Harvard EDU to sign in. So I'm guessing it just meant now you can sign in with a Yale EDU. That's you, that's my understanding of it, yeah. Yeah. Like the expansion is not anything particularly challenging or difficult. It's just somebody saying, yes, allow these people with these addresses to log in. <laughs> and then I guess at some point someone's like, why are we selecting who gets to log in? Just let everyone with an email address log in. Um, you know, let's welcome the Russian bots. Um, yeah, so it's it's kind of weird that they, they depict this expansion as some kind of big deal when in my mind it's just like you just add like a new EDU that people can log in with. Like it's not that it's not that much work. Uh, you know, I guess maybe they needed to expand the service to include all the extra users, but it's still it's it's kind of a weird thing to make out like they're literally going to other campuses and like setting up computers with Facebook on or something. Like it feels really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even think there were like apps for it at that. Well, maybe there was, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's very strange that they make a big deal out of this. Maybe they're just banking on uh, the fact that most of the audience isn't going to really think about that. They're going to be like, "Ooh, this is a big deal. They're expanding." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, they're they're adding two more email addresses to the list of to the to the white list of email logons. How strange. Um, yeah. So they kind of they get into that, and obviously Eduardo seals his fate by saying the word Stanford twice in this in this particular minute. Um, you know, the word Stanford will obviously play a part next week in those five minutes, and you know that is when the film starts to take a turn uh, against Eduardo. Um, and then, like I say, we get the introduction of Marilyn. Rashida Jones has pretty much been in this film since, you know, like minute 10. And she kind of hasn't said anything <laughs> the entire film. And then at this point, she kind of finally says to Mark, you know, do you want some lunch? And he's like, no. And then she's like, you know, do you want some salad? And he's like, no, thank you. <laughs> um, and then then she kind of starts to do a little bit of small talk where she says this must be hard. And that's where Mark instantly cuts to, you know, who are you? Um, and then, of course, you know, like he's like, no, no, I mean, you know, what do you do? Like, and that's where she outlines what's happening. And then, you know, we'll get more into Marilyn and Mark's kind of small talk next week, um, where he also terms, he kind of coins the term Winklevi as well next Monday. So that's an exciting, uh, an exciting event, um, because I think pretty much everybody since this film came out has referred to the Winklevoss twins as the Winklevi. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, like we get a bit of that next week, but. 
you know, th this is this is kind of where, um, you know, where we, we just get kind of the, the formal introduction of Rashida Jones, which is a bit weird because I think these days, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just they kind of, particularly this and, you know, obviously in the upcoming minutes we have also Dakota Johnson, like the casting of these women um, in these kind of smaller roles uh, it's 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 kind of a bit odd because like obviously these days both Rashida Jones and Dakota Johnson are a lot bigger mm. and so and also interestingly they're also the progeny of famous people. Oh um, yeah, good point. Yeah, so Quincy Quincy Jones's daughter is in you know this minute and then we get to Don Johnson and uh, Melanie Griffiths' daughter next week. Um, but yeah, so, and Antonio Banderas' stepdaughter, I should emphasize as well. Ah, yes. Ant Antonio Banderas has been like a stepdad for like 20 years now. Um, so yeah, like, so we, we kind of, it's, it's kind of interesting that we have these like small roles filled with these, even like Christy and Alex as well, you know, like, um, you know, Melise Jow and, uh, and Brenda Song. I would, I mean, I would say Brenda Song is certainly maybe a little bit more well-known than she was when she was casting this film. Uh, and Melise Jow has kind of sort of stopped acting and mostly just singing these days. So you know, it's interesting that you have these, you know, in the space of a few minutes, we've got these four different small roles for women. Um, and, you know, this, again, like I've said this before, but I don't think this character of Marilyn is, 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 is based on any one particular character. I think this is obviously just like, you know, a convenient prop to be able to have something that, you know, Aaron Sorkin does a lot with women in his writing, which is have a woman who doesn't know what's happening and asks questions constantly and is then told what's going on by the, the man in the scene. And that's something a little bit more happens next week with, uh, with, with Marilyn and, uh, and Mark. Um, but yeah, you know. Also, there's a there's a rule in script writing that generally you don't have characters with with the same starting with the same letter. Um, when you name characters, you try not to avoid that because it just makes it difficult for people to read scripts mm. when they're constantly seeing the same like characters with the same letters over and over again. Certainly, you wouldn't have two characters of the same gender with the same starting with the same letter because it just ends up being confusing. Right. Um, so it's int interesting they've gone with Mark and Marilyn for this scene. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's that's kind of... We only get, like, a little tiny bit of Marilyn's introduction here and then, you know, obviously later on. Later on in the film, she will play a bigger role in kind of advising Mark what he needs to do, basically, in the final scene. So, it, like, even though her role is fairly kind of peripheral for most of the film, you know, as the film goes on, she actually does get, like, a very important kind of final part of the film, um, you know, where she kind of talks some sense. Um, and also it's worth saying, obviously, in this deposition, you know, with um, with Eduardo... His his lawyer is Gretchen, who is also a woman. So she, you know, again, she is mostly the role of setting Eduardo up for punchlines. But, <laughs> you know, she's still quite a prominent role within the film. Um, you know, obviously a big criticism of this film was that it was mostly a sausage party, which is true because, you know, all the guys that invented Facebook were guys that invented Facebook. So <laughs> so mm. the fact that, you know, there's not there's no there's kind of like a, you know, a small amount of women in this in this film. Um, but, you know, in the last few minutes, we've gone from having Erica to having Marilyn. And then next week we get um, we get Amelia. So, you know, it's not like, you know, and Christy and Ali are there. So in the space of these kind of 10 minutes, there's like five different women. You know, you can argue over the significance of their roles if you want and how well developed they are. But, you know, they're, they're at least there in the film. So, right. Um, is there anything else that you feel needs to be said about this particular minute? Um, I had a question. Maybe you noticed better than I. Um are the is this directly like chronologically is this the same night that they were out at the club with with uh christy and alice or do they just happen to be there on a, on a separate night and uh, no it's 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 kind of implied that this all takes place after the lecture so they go from the lecture where they've met them 
to back to the dorm to argue about the letter, to out to the club, okay. to, to to run into Erica, to then back to the dorm with Christy and Alice. Okay. Um, and it is all. I, I'm guessing this is fairly late at night that they've kind of done this, and obviously when by the time they get back to the dorm, because uh, you can see on the mantelpiece there is the cease and desist letter still there mm. um, from earlier, and I think the stuff that's on the whiteboard kind of matches some of the stuff that was on the whiteboard earlier as well in one of the earlier scenes. So there is, uh, there is an indication that this is all on one night, a very busy night. I feel so uh, bad you know, that they, Christy and Alice getting dragged all over creation for this probably <laughs> probably somewhat boring stuff. Yeah, I well, the, I mean, the thing is as well is I think that, you know, Christy obviously took her friend Alice to this lecture by Bill Gates because she thought that Mark Zuckerberg might attend it mm. and she wanted to meet them. You know, she's obviously a fan of the Facebook, so she wants to meet the people who created the Facebook. That feels like that was a calculated move on their part. Mm. Um, but then after that, the fact that they immediately went to a club and then came back to their dorm, like all of that feels like a little kind of... If I was Christy and Alice, I'd be like, this is a long night. Like, <laughs> like, we've done a we've done a lot tonight. Like we would have just been happy with people, you know, sending Facebook requests tomorrow and we'd have answered them, but... I guess we've got to do all this stuff on one night. Um, and, you know, I've seen about five, six minutes. Um, we'll, we'll get to the three of, you know, Mark and, um, and Christy and, and Eduardo, you yeah. know, meeting Sean Parker. So, you know, Christy, you know, she's, she's like a reasonably significant character from this point on. Yeah. Um, we don't see Alice again after this scene, I don't think. So, uh, you know, goodbye to Alice. We hardly knew ye. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So uh, if there's nothing else to say about this minute, then um, I will do what I've been doing on most Fridays, which is promoting movies by minutes. If there is, you know, obviously this we're going through this film minute by minute. And, um, you know, if there is another film that you like, then somebody has probably at this point covered it uh, minute by minute. Even if there's films that you don't like, it's probably been covered minute by minute at this particular point. Um, so you can find the various films that have been covered on movies by minutes. That includes previous films that I have produce podcasts for like talking cast cast next door and as if and also how to lose a guy in 10 episodes um so you know there are, there are those and along with another I don't know, 130 something films at this point wow um it's pretty hard for you to pick a film that hasn't been covered minute by minute at this particular moment in time um so yeah so if you want to if you know if you want to find uh, all of those you can find them at moviesbyminutes.com um, or if somebody is not talking about a film that you like minute by minute then by all means um you know claim that film and just start talking about it minute by minute um so thanks uh, is there anything that you wish to plug yourself there tim nothing at this time but thank you for asking and uh, otherwise you can find us on myspace at myspace.com slash the social minute or on twitter at social underscore minute or on facebook at social minute podcast thanks once more for being my guest here this week tim my pleasure thank you so much and otherwise i'll see you next week